Welcome to the How of Car Washing, the podcast that helps the car wash owner, operator, and manager address the challenges and opportunities associated with building and running automated car washes in today's fast-paced environment. And now, here are your hosts, David Begin and Henry Lopez. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the How of Car Washing. This is your host, David Begin. Hope Car Wash Nation is doing good. We're starting to move from our winter months to our spring months, so... This is the time of year, at least in our part of the world, where things settle down a little bit. Winter is our busy time, and we're starting to see a little bit more uh, steadiness. We, we're not having our winter events like we we did. We had a pretty good active winter this uh, this year, so really helped us in the car washing department. But now things are kind of settling down, so we're kind of moving into summer. We're kind of making our plans of what we want to do uh, this year with the wash. So what do we need to work on? What do we need to fix? What do we need to replace? And so we typically do that in our summer months where things are a little less hectic and uh, get prepared for next fall and next winter. So that's kind of what we do. So things are going good. Good weather today here in the Colorado area. And uh, we're looking forward to spring. We had a lot of winter and now looking forward to a lot of warm weather. So today's topic that I'm going to talk about is based on an article that I read in the Colorado Business Magazine. Uh, It talks about in your business, it's all your fault. So it's 100% your fault. And that's a tough thing to swallow when you hear that. Um, If you're the owner, you probably know that the buck stops here. So a big statement that uh, President Harry Truman had after World War II, he had on his desk was a plaque that said the buck stops here, which gave everybody uh, the message that uh, he was responsible. He was the guy that was ultimately responsible for whatever happened and he was going to take that responsibility and as a business owner you know when you buy a business or you run a business that you're signing up for the fact that uh, you are 100% responsible ultimately for what happens in your business and as a manager you know you also have to take a large part of the responsibility uh, when things go well or when things don't go go well so you know, the the article talks a lot about when things aren't working well, it's really important that you, you take a minute and look inward. And, um, you know, I really try to encourage my managers to take responsibility. And that's really hard to do. It's hard to get people to to say, I'm responsible and I'll take care of it. There's There's a lot of freedom in that statement ultimately when you do it, but it's hard to get people through that chasm of saying, I'm willing to be the person that takes responsibility for things and want to move forward. You know, a lot of that comes from the way we grow up. You know, what, what are some of the causes of us not wanting to take responsibility? And I think we grow up in a culture where we feel like if we take responsibility, there's always bad consequences that are associated with it. And I think about a movie, which I love. It's called The Christmas Story, and our family watches that movie every year. It's kind of a cult classic. But if you've ever watched The Christmas Story, if you remember when the guys were encouraging Flick was the kid's name. I'm sure it was a nickname, but Flick, they encouraged him to put his tongue on the flagpole because he was convinced that uh, your tongue would not stick to the flagpole in sub, sub-zero sub degree weather. And there was that big argument. He thought, no, it's not going to do it. So he stuck his his uh, tongue to the flagpole. It did, in fact, stick. They had to call the fire department to get out, get out there to get his tongue off the flagpole. And then the teachers lecturing the group afterwards about guilt, you know, you, those who know their blame, you know your blame, and don't you feel awful uh, about what you did to poor Flick? And then the narrative comes up of the kid kind of thinking, he goes, yeah, the, the statement was, kids knew better. It was always better not to get caught. 
And, and that's kind of how we grow up is in that idea of it's better not, not to get caught or take responsibility for things. But if we take responsibility for something, there is a sense of freedom with that. Because if we say, you know what, I'm responsible for that, that means that you can do something to fix that problem. And so by taking responsibility, you can say, what do we need to do to fix the issue? And, and typically it boils down to any issue that you have can typically boil down to four different areas within your car wash. And it really revolves around processes. And I'll, I'll give you a quick example here after I talk about this. But the list talks about, you know, if you've got a problem in your business, you have to take a mental look at the, these four questions and ask which one it is. So the first one is, if you've got a problem, number one, is there no process to address that issue? Okay, so that'd be number one. Do you not have a process that's written down and communicated to your team? This is David Begin. Before we continue with this episode, I have a few questions for you. Are you planning on opening a car wash and getting overwhelmed? Are you a bit confused and searching for unbiased advice? Are you an existing car wash operator searching for ways to improve your employee turnover or trying to solve other operational challenges? I have faced and overcame some of the same obstacles over the past 15 years to help develop a very successful car wash business. I can provide you with the guidance you need to help you navigate and solve the challenges we all face in this business. If you want to learn more about my one-on-one -on -one car wash coaching program, then I invite you to schedule a free coaching call with me. Please text the word FOAM to 31996 and I will reply with a link to schedule your free call. Let's chat about one of the challenges you're facing and let me help you gain some clarity. Again, please text the word FOAM F-O-A-M to 31996. Number two says you might have a process, but is it a bad process? So did you create a process, but it's just not working in the organization? Number three says, well, I might have a process, but I have no training or I've got bad training in the organization. So I didn't train people properly or I trained them incorrectly on how to de deal with that situation. And then number four they basically talk about you've got the wrong person in the wrong position or you've just got the wrong person in play. And I talk about that more from a mindset. So this gets back to a lot of times we talk about is somebody unwilling to do something or is somebody unable to do something? I think the first three talk about if somebody's unable to do something. Number four, if it's just the wrong person, it could be that they're just unwilling to do it or they've got the wrong mindset uh, for your organization. So if you take a look at something that goes wrong, I'm going to give you an example. So we had we just had Easter uh, last week, and there was a miscommunication amongst our management team that we don't open till noon on Easter. So it's one of the days that we open late to give our employees some time in the morning on Sunday. And so the schedule was already made to go ahead and work a normal Sunday shift and then come to find out the Friday before, you know, we had scheduled all these people, but, you know, we had told the public through our social media that we weren't going to be open until noon. So we had to make a decision. Now, things like that in the past used to absolutely drive me crazy because I'm like, how in the world did we not get the communication out there that we don't open until noon on Sunday, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm always going crazy. But here recently what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to see when I've got a problem in my car wash, I take a look at it and I say, from a systems perspective, what broke down? So was it a communication issue? Do we not have a process? Um, is it not a process that's communicated? Did we not train our people? And so when we have a problem, instead of getting frustrated about it, I try to take 
a different approach and say, okay, what broke down in our systems that where our manager went ahead and scheduled for people to work on Sunday when we don't open till noon? And then from there, I say, okay, what do we need to do to fix this? So in our case, we did have a process. Um, it wasn't a bad process, but there was no communication. So there was no training of the people and and not necessarily it was bad training. We just didn't have any training. We just didn't have a mechanism to consistently communicate to our organization what our holiday schedules are. And so Easter is one of those that kind of sneaks up on you because you're not really prepared for it. And you don't think about it because it's typically most of our closed days are around the Christmas holidays where it's Thanksgiving, whether it's Christmas, you know, whether we open late on New Year's Day. And so when Easter kind of comes around, we're not thinking in that area. So we decided to go ahead and set up a calendar, a common calendar with this information on it. We're going to publish all of our hours, uh, not necessarily that we're, whether we're closed or whether we're going to open late or whether we're going to close early or whatever it's going to be. We're going to have that published. And during our monthly meeting, we're going to go ahead and communicate that. So we're going to ask ourselves at each one of our monthly meetings, are there any holidays in this particular month where we pay our employees? We actually pay our employees time and a half on certain holidays, too. So we we pay them on Memorial Day. We pay them on July 4th. We pay them on on uh, on Labor Day. Just so if people want to work those days, they get a little extra money. And it's just a way for us to kind of incent people to work on holidays. So we're, we're just going to make sure that we both understand, are there any abnormal hours as far as being open or closed this month? And is there any holidays that are coming up where somebody might get paid a time and a half if they end up working that holiday? So we fixed the problem by creating a better process. And so as the manager, as the owner, you know, if something's not happening the way you want to, you've got to think in terms of systems. And, and, uh, and then it goes back for me is, do we have a process? Do we have a written documented process for this and are we communicating it consistently throughout the organization and when I think about it in terms of the systems I don't get as frustrated I don't get emotional about it I just hey this is my responsibility if something went wrong this is my responsibility and I need to make sure that we do what we need to to make sure it doesn't happen again and so I look at these four questions no process is it a bad process is there no training or is there bad training in the organization? Or I just have the wrong person or I have the wrong person in the wrong seat? Ask those four particular questions and I think you'll be able to get to the answer and make your organization better as you go along from a system standpoint. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Thank you so much for listening. And we appreciate you listening to the How of Car Wash. We now are on Google Play and we're on Spotify. So if those are your favorite Ways to listen to podcasts, you now can hear the how of car washing on those two mediums. We're still on Apple iTunes and Google Stitcher, so you can hear us there as well. We'd love for you to leave a comment, if you would, on those particular areas. Let us know how we're doing. And if you've got any comments for future podcasts, we'd love to hear from you at our website at thehowofcarwashing.com. So this is David Begin. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll join me next time on the How of Car Washing. Thank you for listening to The How of Car Washing. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofcarwashing.com and leave us a comment if you have a topic you would like discussed. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to having you next time on The How of Car Washing.